Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. The COB is brought to you by Capstream, the global absolute return fixed income specialist. It is the 28th of May. I'm here with David Scott. Scotty, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. So, most marked characteristic of this rally in your view today? Banks, again. So I sound like a broken record here, but there's not much else to go and say. There's obviously a bit of rotation out of other sectors, but the banking sector has just been absolutely on fire. Uh, I mentioned earlier in one of the other programs that uh, I've not seen a sustained move in banks like this since the GFC. It's been remarkable. You don't believe it completely, do you? I don't believe that, uh, I know what I've been reading, that it's suddenly about economic hopes and all that kind of stuff, because we've been talking about those hopes for months, like literally months. Uh, and to go and say that all of a sudden uh, people have had this epiphany that you know, the, uh, the sector is, I know, is fair value and the, uh, the V-shaped recovery is on, uh, is, is on the way, uh, it just seems all a bit too convenient. You know? It seems FOMO-ish to me. People are chasing hard. Momentum is really strong. But what about the risks? And that's the thing at the moment where I just think people are not really thinking through what happens if we don't have a V-shaped recovery. We heard from Wayne Byers, upper chair overnight, you know, really clearly talking about caution when it comes to the outlook for the banks. We heard from Bendigo and Adelaide Bank today, also sounding cautious. We heard from the chair of ANZ, David Gonski, today, also sounding cautious about the shape and the pace of this recovery here in Australia. So, you know, you've got to weigh that up against those gains that we saw on the banks throughout the day today. I thought it was interesting. We were speaking with Damien Klassen from Nucleus Wealth, and his point was, even if we do have this V-shaped recovery, so how much of that is already priced in to equities? Exactly right. And it does bring, there is obvious downside risk here. I'm not going to try and be, I'm not a perma bear. I'm just going to call it as I see it. Uh, and I just don't see why there's been such a hard chase. No, yes, it's lagged the move. But realistically, you know, I think it's more of a play. When you look at what central banks are doing, you've had the, you know, the Tina trade. So like, no, there is no alternative. Uh, so people have been piling into equity markets. But I think there's actually like another subset to that where now what's been happening is that because there, you know, you look at things that uh, like technology, healthcare that led this rally, and look, let's be honest, they're extremely expensive by any kind of metric you want to measure. Uh, all of a sudden, well, it's like, where can we go and get anything at the moment? Uh, gross, like gross tapped out. Well, hang on, let's go to value. Banks, value, boom. And here we are. We started the day with a report in the FT Financial Times talking about how vulnerable coal is here in Australia to the whims of the Chinese and uh, was sort of foreshadowing the fact that we would see some action taking against Australian coal by the Chinese. It didn't really rate, I guess, when it came to market moves today, but we did speak with uh, Westpac's Justin Smirk and he was basically saying, you know, if China's willing to take a bit of pain, they can cause us some pain too. Undeniably, go ask US soybean farmers. 
if you want to go and see what they can go and do. Uh, we saw that last year. They prevented, uh, no, they stopped buying soybeans. And of course, no, they had to be bailed out by the US government. And um, yeah, it was interesting in that conversation as well. He was saying, look, when it comes to agricultural exports, for example, there's the other side of the coin as well. That, you know, yes, uh, China takes 28% of our agri exports right now, but that Australia has to, you know, start diversifying because there's risks for us, uh, you know, in, in having China really become our primary market for yeah. those export goods. And if you'd like to listen to that interview with Justin Smirk, you can access that through the show notes uh, of this podcast. What else happened today? We, we had a great um, roster of guests coming through. We spoke with David Paradise from Paradise Investments, um, really, again, highlighting, I guess, the trends that will stick post-pandemic. And he's a firm believer in this whole sort of e-commerce trend, the acceleration of it through the pandemic, but also talk to us a little bit about how that will impact some of the other sectors, you know, A-REITs came to mind. Absolutely. There's a, there's, he's not the only person who's like almost extrapolating what we've seen over the past couple of months out the longer term. Now, whether that's the right or wrong answer, no one will know. We'll find out eventually. But uh, no, there's always that question mark is how has behavior changed as a result of this? Will it be permanently changed? A lot of people think it will be. It'll be online only. But ask anyone who's gone and online shopping and bought a pair of slacks or, or a skirt or something like that, the sizes often make it difficult. So that's one of those things that makes me wonder, like, perhaps we've been too eager to go and jump, but, uh, jump on the online path, but it'd be interesting to see how it plays out. I don't know. I don't know how many skirts you've been shopping for lately, Scotty, but... Uh, Won't say about my off-season. <laughs> All right. Um, and I think just to anecdotally, you know, people are slowly starting to trickle into our studios here at Barangaroo in the heart of Sydney's financial district. And a lot of people I'm talking to are sort of happy to see people in person. They're happy to be getting out of the work from home scenario. I think people are, I think there's a huge cohort that's pretty keen to get back to work. Exactly. And it, that's what people have been used to prior to this crisis. Now, I'm just, I wonder what's gonna happen. You know, yes, some people are gonna change, it's undeniable, but how is the broader community gonna change? Look, it's gonna be fascinating to see how it plays out. Obviously, investment theses are being, I know, written up right now. We'll find out in the not-too-distant future. Okay, back to markets. We love them, and we did see CSL end the day in negative territory, just just down about a tenth of 1%. But um, yesterday, the conversation kept coming up on the more significant pullback. Was CSL starting to look like a buying opportunity at these levels? And the call today, David Kosh spoke with Rudy Filipek van Dyke from FN Arena and Claude Walker from A Rich Life to ask about CSL, and it... Um, Listen into what Rudy had to say. Uh, the market attention is now shifting to the stocks that haven't performed right. until this far. Like the big four banks. For example. <laughs> Sometimes that, that goes to the detriment of the stocks that have performed previously. Yeah. The market is always uh, run by greed and by fear. Previously it was stacking up on CSL, Woolworths, Coles and the likes out of fear. Because I mean, rather you put your money, you go for the safest options. Yep. Now it's looking for greed. You uh, you grab these chances to add those those high quality stocks. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, CSL. By the way, uh, if it's not the best large cap stock we have, uh, then I can't think of another one that's better. Okay. Uh, these guys have, have have accumulated their their earnings per share by an average of twenty two percent since listing, yep. which was in ninety one. I struggle to get particularly confident in CSL at the moment, given its high valuation, but I couldn't resist uh, buying some shares yesterday when it dropped quite a bit. But I think that it might have had something to do with some positive news from one of their competitors. Uh, 
which potentially, you know, in the long term threatens one of their many products. Now, those sellers could be right, but I've I've had so much pain watching this stock go up for so long since I sold it um, that I thought I'd just buy some. And that was Claude Walker from A Rich Life there talking about CSL. So now is when we start to look ahead, figure out what's coming up tomorrow. We have um, 11.30 RBA private sector credit. What's in that? We've also got the uh, Australian household impacts of the COVID-19 survey. Bit of excitement there. Not really. No, the, uh, the credit data was very lagged. We saw uh, in the previous uh, reduction of the, uh, that series that uh, there was a big spike in business credit, obviously you know, trying to go and tap credit lines ahead of this crisis. Uh, whether that's gone and flowed through again to another month, we'll have to find out, but it's yesterday's news. And that's sort of the, the sense we get from a lot of those sort of official releases. But, you know, we've speak, I've been speaking with a lot of economists saying that it's the, that high frequency data, that more alternative data that's becoming, uh, you know, really interesting. And um, talking about trends from the pandemic that will stick, we were talking with Richard Getzenga from ANZ yesterday, said that, look, that is one trend that's going to stick. The genie's out of the bottle and it's not going back in. Absolutely. It's, that is going to be undeniably a trend where we're going to go and have technology, we'll be able to go and scrape data, we ought to get real-time assessments of what's going on. And look, that's a great thing because it will avoid policy mistakes. It will help avoid them. At, uh, I know if you make a really, really bad assessment, you can go and change it very quickly as well. So I welcome that and that's uh, going to be great for the future. Okay, so who's coming up tomorrow on AusBiz? It's a really good day. I say that every day, but I mean it. We've got uh, Rupal Bansali. He's the CIO at Aerial Investments. He's joining us live from New York City to talk about where he sees equities heading in the near term. We'll also be speaking with uh, Don Hampson. He is from Plato Investment Management, and he will be detailing uh, where there are still opportunities for dividends, even in this environment. Uh, the call will be great. We've got Adam Dawes from Sean Partners and Andrew Weidlin from Dornbush and Partners. And this is one to mark your calendar. At 2.10 p.m., we've got Mark Reading. He is head of the Atlassian Foundation. So talking about the foundation and its work that it's doing in bridging the digital divide. This is right up our alley here on AusBiz. Uh, if you'd like to share the COB love, we'd love you to. Just look at the end of your newsletter and you can share it with your friends, your family via email or via your social media. That's it for this uh, 28th of May. Thanks again to Capstream. You can get more information about Capstream in your episode notes or you can visit capstream.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.